in the middle of discussing the Heilige Aluchas of the Heilige Chulent, Shabbos Kodesh. Uh, yesterday we started with some of the problems of number one, um, not necessarily in that order, of the lid, that was one of the Shailas. We discussed adding the water, whether it's cooked or not, and Be'ika, the Shaila of Magus, the Shaila of Mixing. Let's move on, Rabbi Yisrael, to some of the related questions that we have to get to. And that is as follows. Um, one of the very first questions we have to deal with today is the shadow of how exactly are you putting the, the water in. Yesterday we talked about the cold and the Indian of pouring it slowly in. If you're pouring it on the gas, on the fire, but it's definitely best to take it off the fire and then pour in the liquid. This way you don't have a shadow of Hagosa. But... There is no difference between if the challenge is in a crock pot or if it is on a gas or if it's on a hot plate. There's absolutely no difference. There may be differences coming up soon when we talk about chazorah. But can't be putting the water in now. Again, making this clear. It's definitely better to take it off and then add the water. But again, if you can put it in, in while it's on and you can um, pour it in slowly. Now, now moving on to the shaila of uh, adding the water inside. So what, what's the shaila? The shaila is really like this. The shaila is, are you allowed... Let's make a case like this. You're allowed to transfer the pot of cholent from one fire to another fire. Wait right, a minute, we'll talk about the black sugya. But that, that's not a problem. Now, let's say, for example, I've had two hot plates in front of me, and I take the cholent from one hot plate, and I just directly, I pick it up, put it straight onto the second hot plate. That, that's about the motor, right? I didn't do anything. Toivi, mask him. That's no problem. I didn't do anything. That's not a problem. I'm allowed to go me'esh le'esh. That's what the Ramah tells us in Simon. Very good. And therefore, there's no problem with doing that on Shabbos. The only shaila is if you change the utensil in between. Meaning, if I take the chicken soup and I put it from one to the other, I didn't do anything. That's for sure, Mota. But if I, what if I take the chicken soup from the pot, pour it into an empty pot, and put the new empty pot on the second hot plate? Why am I doing that? Who cares? Is that Mota? Is that the same thing? Or maybe not. So here we have a machloikas hachoinim. The Mogan Avram famously is machme, the Balatanya and Shulchan Acharav also paskins that way, that he's machme and holds, you're not allowed to do that. Only the original kli, if you put it into a new kli, so it's a nayazach, the sin it's a shiloh putting it on for the very first time, and that's awesome. The Mishtabur, the Maisa, is makel in Salvation and Gimel. And the Shatzim brings it down, you can be makel. And therefore, why am I bringing this into you? Because, very simple. What if you take, for example, not only did you take the chicken soup from one pot and put it into a new pot, but what if, for example, I take the next stage, I, just, I dunk a ladle into the one chicken soup, put it into a new pot, and then put that new pot on. According to Mishtabur, it will be mota. What's the shaila? How shaila is when you fill up the chalot with water, how are you doing it? You're generally not tipping the urn straight into the chalot. You're going to put a cup under the spout, you're going to put some water in the cup, and then you're going to tip it in. Is that our shaila? That's the question. Is that mutter or not? Is that called being put into a new utensil, which is then putting into the chalent? It's even worse than the case before, right? The case before is I'm taking the chicken soup from the pot, putting it into a new pot, I'm putting the new pot on the fire. Here, I'm putting from the hot water urn into an empty cup, and from the empty cup into the chalent. It's like nut bar nut bar nut. It's like three stages away. Is that in with me? Hello? With me, right? So, instead of what I'm saying, right? So the shaila is, are you allowed to do that? Or does it have to come directly from the thing itself, from the urn itself? So I, uh, somebody was once going to a Vilyashiv's cell, and he says to me, I'm going to a Vilyashiv, I'm, I'm going to ask a few questions. Do you have any important questions that I can ask? And I asked him this shayla. Why? Why do I ask him this shayla? What's the big deal? First of all, number one, maybe it's Asa. 
and maybe I'm not allowed to pour it into a cup with, and then pour it into the chana, which is going to make problems. How am I going to fill up the, the crock pot with water? So you could say, I could just take the crock pot or the pot, put it under the urn, and just put it directly in. What's the problem? If I do that. Oh, that's right. You're obviously learning Simon Sadi base. That's what you have to? Not yet. In the Chazara. We finished in the Chazara. Not the study base yet? No. Al Kaponim, the, the problem is like this. The Makar of the Shaila, by the way, is a Mishnah. So if no Mishnah is. The Mishnah says in Mesechtus Machshirin. You up to there yet? Okay. So the Mishnah says in Mesechtus Machshirin, if you've got a mikvah house with some Tumah, so the Zaya, the steam, spreads everywhere. The question is, and the Rosh comes along, comes along the Heidegger Rosh, and the Rosh says, who are din with any food? That the Zaya, the steam from the food, has a din of the food. Comes along Levi Yitzchak, and say, if you take the crock pot, and you put it right under the urn, and you open up the spout, you open up the, 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 the lid of the thing, or whoosh, the steam goes up, Boom! You've got a spout that is now Leijigs. Tomorrow morning you want to make a cover with a Bistel Milch. You have a problem? Okay, so we'll open up before, but it's still steaming. Can I know? It's it's steaming, steaming. Steam. Steam. I mean, there's no steam for How much Pour it into a cup first. Okay, no, no, that's the shiner. Do I have to pour in a cup or can I even put it under or it makes it Leijig? Yeah, but there's a big shiner about this. Yaakov, Ataiti? So, does that make sense? So I want to tell you two things. First of all, this fellow that I sent to Rav so he told me that he asked Rav this Shaila, and Rav told him that if you're worried about the Zaya, then you can use a cup, which means, using a cup is a little bit of a Shaila, but if you're worried about the Zaya, and you're doing it for that Cheshman, then you can use a cup. Now I will tell you, without going into detail now, because it's not really our Sugya, but... Um, we over here in this space Medrash are not so worried about Zaya. We're not so worried about Zaya, mainly because of Chuvis and the Bach, which is also brought down in the Yorch HaShochan, and Kachibalti from the Roshiba of Shabbat Zetzel, is that Zaya that the Chazal were talking about was fierce. Right, the Pesach Chuva brings at the end of Simon Sali base the same thing. It has to have a, it's got no Mokimlis Pashit. That means it, it's confined space, steam. Steam that's confined, that's the Shaila. Steam that, there's an English word and I'm going to get it wrong. Help me out, Daniel, no? This, the, um, if it, if it um, dissipates no it adds another S no okay whatever it is what's it dissipates yeah we're in the same school as you know this if it dissipates no then what sounds good that one no he's going to say what's going on over here I sent you to a good decent school and that's what you came out with anyway um, if it dissipates so then it's got no koyach anymore. So Lemaisa were not so worried about steam. It's okay. I remember in the old building we used to have a very, very chosh of a koilal who were learning basa v'cholol for smicha. And uh, the rosh koilal was, you know, were giving him a share and he told them that the urn, mamish, you can't use it if you fl- if you're milking because of the fleishiks and, and people do, I, do all sorts of things over there. It's a problem. And I told them in this space Medrash and this yeshiva we're not worried about it because of the tshuva sabach, because of the orachashokhan, because of Scheinberg, that then the steam hasn't got such a much of a koyach when, for example, that's the shayla, everyone's busy with the, with the spices. You know, people, you know, people have different spices and everything. So that you, it's very good, by the way, to have different spices because it can get dirty on the outside. Right, so their stomachs are greasy and all sorts of things. But if, if that's not the problem, we're not so worried about steam. We're not so worried about steam going in. It's got no mockiness. It's got mockiness. Partially, it dissipates, and therefore, there's no problem. There's no current that it has to ask for anything. 
When you close the oven, no, because then it gets burnt up. So you don't have a steam there also. Maybe the only problem you have at the time of steam is when you, when you got a pressure cooker. You know the old-fashioned pressure cookers with a little piece on the top it goes boom, boom, right? you're going to be petrified at this thing. That, you hold a ladle over there, this I hear, maybe F show over there, you have a problem with steam. But in a regular case, I'm not so worried about steam. Going back to our Shiloh, it comes out, said that you will be allowed to take a cup, fill it up from the urn, and pour it to the trollant. But you've got to put it straight into the trollant. You can't put it down first, which we'll get to in a moment. You can't put things down. But I can probably take the cup, pour it into the thing, put it straight into the trollant, then you are okay. Shimon was correct, by the way. The message eats that if you do want to put it straight under, I wouldn't suggest putting it under and then lifting off the lid, because then whoosh. That's not the Seder. Take off the lid before, let the whoosh happen first, and then put it under the urn in that case. Okay, everybody, say, let's move on, Abyssal Vita. Let's move on, Abyssal Vita. And come, some of the other Shilas that we have to deal with. And that is number one. <coughs> oh, Shkoyach. Maybe Yitzchak comes along, comes along and says, How are you putting the lid back on? Right? You take off the lid. You serve, you serve abyssal chulant, right, for the oilam. The problem is that it takes time sometimes. Oh, the kids, they want to choose this potato and that bean. It takes time, right? By the time you put the lid back on, what's the problem? The problem is the liquid, the uh, condensation or the liquid itself, that was on the lid, is going to be replaced back onto the trollant. That is not often, sometimes it could be cold. If it's cold, you have a problem with bishel. Aye, it was previously cooked, because it came from a trollant that was previously cooked. And the maisa ain't bishel acha bishel. But however, by tovalach, we said by liquid, there is bishel acha bishel. At least the chumen machi, because we're showing the bishel. brings all the shit. We're showing them, we're not going into that now. The beginning of the shit, the chassi, the halacha is, if you put the lid back on, you got a problem with bishel. So what do you do? So Reb Moshe, where is he? Reb Moshe, Reb Moshe came along and said there's a major nafkamina. Okay, I'll give you an example. That cup that you use to fill up the water for the trollant, same shaila. You pour in a cup, you put down the cup. And you're like, mm, it needs more water. It, it needs more, I didn't put enough in. So I want to fill up the cup again. But that cup is still wet. So I have the same shaila then. The, li- the, li- the, li- the, li- the liquid that's still left over at the bottom of the cup is now cold. Yesh vishal acha vishal badavalach. What's that? Happens by Shabbos morning, the same thing when you make a tea with the Klishvishi, very good. Now that we know what Klishvishi is, right? Okay. So, comes along with Moshe, and Moshe in English Moshe, he says there's a big nafkamina. If you rinse the lid, oh, by the way, I'm going to add to this one, the ladle as well. Same thing, when you take the ladle and you put it down, and then you want to have another scoop, and now it's cold. So if you rinse it under the faucet, under the tap, then that liquid was never cooked. And if that liquid was never cooked, to immerse it back into the trollin, or to put the lid back on, or to use the cup again, bang, you have a bomb, a bishalach, a with liquid that was never cooked. You have to dry it out completely. Not a single drop left. It says, Ramosha, but in a situation where it's only a small amount, you don't need it, you don't want it. It's like Ichmasle, I have no shy. You think I want the droplets that are over there? They have no meaning to me. What do you do? It says, Ramosha, give it a bissel of a shake and go fight. That means take the lid and give it a shake. It will still be a little bit wet, but the main droplets are gone. Who are in the ladle? Give it a bit of a shake. Give the cup a little bit of a shake out, and then you could use it again. Even though there's a little bit of droplets that are in there. Why? Because number one, it's previously cooked. So bishal achabishal is already a machloikas rishonim. Plus, I don't need it. I'm not interested in it, and therefore it'll be okay. But again, that's only if the liquid in there was previously cooked. If it was not previously cooked, then obviously it's going to be problematic. Just to get off the ikka, the main ones. It shouldn't have so much. That's all. It should be not chashev. Should be a small amount. That's all. You're right. If I didn't shake it, probably it would be okay. But in a case, the Moshe says, give it a bit of a shake first. So give the lid. Now, by the way, this is all. If the liquid that's there is what temperature? 
Cool. Not yet. Or Isfari. If it's hot, it doesn't make a difference. Put it back either way. If it's hot, for sure. What's the definition of what's the halachic definition as of hot? As cold as it gets. What's that? As cold as it gets. Thirteen degrees. So first of all, like this, I want to tell you, there's a major enough community. Again, we're going through sugars that take days. There's a major enough community in the Shulchanah Aruch Nazim about this halacha. What is the halacha? What's considered halachically cold? According to the Svaradim, the halacha is, let's go, I'm going to temperatures right now, there's a wonderful book, Kashas in the Kitchen, the beginning of it there, it tells you all about the different temperatures that you could use. But we're not going into that. According to the Svaradim, the temperature that's considered to be halachic cold is under Yatsa lettuce boy, right? 45 degrees, whatever you want to say. Under Yatsa lettuce boy has a din of cold, which means if the, if the, if the liquid, if the residue is less than that degree, that is considered to be halachically cold and you have a problem of reheating it. Ashkenazim came along with a Gavaldiga Kula. It's a Ramah. That as long as it's still nice and warm, that I would serve it that way, that's considered to be hot, the Gavadis Halachas. And therefore there's no problem. So if the residue in the cup that you use on the urn, or in the lid, or in the ladle, is nice and warm, hot, boiling, no, but it's nice and warm, then you're okay. Then you don't have to shake it off, and that's no problem whatsoever. That's a Kula that the, the Ashkenazim have. Svarim don't have that Kula. Now, one last thing, Rabbi Yisai, <coughs> and that is a Blech. Uh, a couple of last things. We'll move into the drabonans maybe now. And that is the Issa of Chazorah, which means that when you take the Cholent off, how are you putting it back on? What's the problem? The problem is when you take off a Cholent and you put it back on, it's Mechsi Kimavashel. It looks like you are cooking. When you put, when someone will walk in your house and see you putting in an urn, a, a, a crockpot, into the actual metal piece that cooks it, they would say, hey, this guy's cooking on Shabbos, merci kimavashel. So it's an issue to for a person to do something that looks like cooking. Mimela, when you take it off and you want to put it back on, you have a problem. What problem do you have? The problem of putting something on a mock of Right? That would apply in many situations. It might not apply on a, on a hot plate, because most people that we know of do not cook on a, on a hot plate. So now if you haven't got a problem, but a crock pot, for sure you have a problem. So I take it off. So there are five conditions that we know of. The five conditions are, number one, the two of Bishel has to be in the special called Tzorkoi. It has to be fully cooked. You cannot put the crock pot back on if it's not fully cooked. Right? It's a shyly exactly what that means. It's a big shyly with the bones. Right? Shyly is a whole truth about this. Whether you've got bones in there that are not fully cooked, but everything else is fully cooked. But I'll put them in a regular case. If it's fully cooked... If everyone would eat it that way, you could put it back, number one. Number two, has to be hot, because if it's, if it's not hot, it's cooled down to the level that you wouldn't serve it because it's lukewarm. Even Ashkenazim, you're not allowed to reheat it. Then we have a problem. So those two official. Then we've got the three Durabonans. What are the three Durabonans? It's generally the Ramah, I mean, the, 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 the Gomorrah goes through the Shabbos, we learn this in Dafiyah, I mean, the Masakta Shabbos, and the Ramah in seven Vaishnav Gimel seed base goes with most of the Shabbos of the Gomorrah, the Chumrah, as so they pass in the Rambam, which basically means that, number one, which means it's got to be in your hand. I mean, the cholent the whole time has to be in your hand. Now, what does it mean in your hand? What's the loch of in your hand? Does it have to be suspended in the air? Do I have to hold the crockpot in the air the whole time? So there is a parish of Mishmais like Rambam that wants to march with the way. Another reason why you have to learn Mishmais is because of that, you have to see. It has to hold it the whole time. It has to be a way that if I would let go, it would fall. The Maisha of Moshe and others hold you don't go with that one. As long as you're holding it, even if it's resting on the counter, but you're holding on to the handle, not the lid. Big mistake. I once heard that from a boy. He says, Yeah, I heard from someone that if you hold the lid, then it's okay. No shaykhs. Mommish, pure amaratsis. Rubbish, and therefore it's problematic. You've got to hold the pot, you can hold one. You hold your hand, one side of the pot, take off the lid, scoop it out, whatever it is. It's got to be oidubiyadu. What's the mile of oidubiyadu? That when I put it back, it's a continuation. It's not a brand new putting on, and therefore it's okay. 
put the lid on the counter, keep holding on to it with one hand, scoop out whatever I need, put the lid back on, off you go, back on, right? Send to a crock pot, hot plate, gas, and enough camino. What's that? You gain by Oidubiyodai. The Ramah says Oidubiyodai. What does that mean? It's still in your hand. That means I never really took it off. It's still Be'etzim connected to the original source. And when I put it back on, it doesn't look like a new putting on. It's a continuation. That's number one. Number two, Machshava. I have to think about it. Meaning, Daitoy Lachsa, the Ramah says. Which means I have to have thought about it. Dan Fisher came up with a Gavalda Gazach. He wanted a tiny one time. All you have to do is you get up once a year and you say, say every single time I take the Shalant off the fire, I have Gavalda to put it back on. He helps once a year, he said. That's what he tied it. I remember a, a, a newly married couple. The husband knocks on my door one time. He says to me, he says to me, oh, I made such a mistake. I made such a mistake. He came with the Hilchus Brocha Shaila. What was his Shaila? His Shaila was that he wanted, he was newly married, so he wanted to help his wife. Not that when you're not newly married, you don't have to help your wife. But anyway, he wanted to help his wife, and he wanted to serve them in. He says, my dear wife, you sit down, I'm going to serve the Suda. I'm going to serve the Suda. So he comes in with the pot, the chicken soup, and she's like, that's not the chicken soup, that's the cholent. Now, he's a regular Shiva Bocha, what did he know, right? So he said, oh no, we're stuck, can't put it back on now, I've got to take it off the cholent for tomorrow, so I'll have the chicken soup, I guess, tomorrow. So he knocked on the door, what was his Shaila? Nothing to do with the Cholent, because he had no, no, no idea that he could actually maybe return it. His Shaila was Hilchus Bocha, so you had to make a Bocha on the cholent to the Suda. Huh? Because the Shachanon, Paskas, the Shachanon, that if someone brings you something and uh, has no Shachanon to the Sud that you weren't expecting, you have to make a bracha, even if it's something that generally would not require a bracha. Are you with me? Gavaldic. So that was a Shaila. I told him anyway, you're allowed to put it back because even if you're missing that tonight, it's okay. And the third one, very important, is there has to be a blech. A blech, by the way, again, obvi- a big obvious mistake people make with crock pots is they think as long as you've got a sheet of aluminum foil on the bottom, then you are okay. It's not true, by the way, because I, I guess none of you have spent your time, like I have, of opening up crock pots. That's what I do with my time. What can I do? So I open up the crock pot and I see that the heating element is around. It's not even on the bottom, it's around. Which means if you don't have a blech around the whole thing, you ain't got no blech. Which basically means you cannot put it back. If you do, you've got a problem, which is that the food becomes asa. So all those conditions you need, obviously it's going to be hot, it's got to be Russia called Tsarkoi, and it's got to have a blech. When you have that, then Avada, you can enjoy your Gavaldigat Sholen in that case, Abay Sai. To eat from food that is kosher, but also to make sure that the food that we have has gone through all the halachas. Have a kabbalah